When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia, and with me is my co-host, Elena! Woo! Welcome back, Elena. Thanks for joining me. Lon is out on vacation. So Elena has been kind enough to fill in for Lon. So Elena, how do you feel about coming back to our podcast? I'm excited to be back. Thanks for having me back. Of course, of course. I miss Lon, but... We miss Lon. (laughs) Hopefully he's okay with me filling in here. He is more than okay. He's here with us in spirit. How about that? All right, Elena, so let's get started. I unfortunately do not have any witty intro for our listeners. So let's just jump right into Jovi and Yara. Is that okay? Yeah. So honestly, and I'm guilty of this, I didn't really pay enough attention to check on what Yara cooked exactly, but it has something to do with raw fish. So I actually wrote that down also in my notes that Mm -hmm. I wrote, what are they eating? (laughs) (laughs) Because we were like, oh, raw fish. And I'm like, well, you guys eat crawfish, right? Crawfish with the heads on it and all the little legs and all boiled. So if you eat that, how is this worse? Because that seems bad. (laughs) I couldn't do the crawfishing. I've never done it. Maybe if I was in New Orleans, I would. But if you can eat that, I feel like you can eat sushi, you can eat whatever Yara was making for the Ukrainian Christmas. I don't know, they showed a lot of things like appetizers and stuff that I wanted to see what they were eating. And like, possibly I saw some dessert. I wish they would have talked more about what they were eating. Yeah, that's the thing is that how can people shit on raw fish when they eat sushi, right? That's yeah. And crawfish with legs and where you have to bite the head out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Anyway. Yeah. So my question to you, Elena, is was Yara being rude for chasing her guests out at six o'clock when they sort of just got started with their dinner? Or do you think her actions was justified by the fact that they talk shit about her food? They didn't show her responding about their opinions on the food. I think that if you invite someone over, I think they said they drove two hours. Two hours. Yep. You don't kick someone out two hours later. Okay, I don't have kids, so I can't say who cares if your kids have to go to bed. <laughs> but who cares if your kids have to go to bed? Put them to bed, be a little bit quiet, and continue on. And she was comparing it to like, a crazy night out where like people stay up really late. It's it's six o'clock. These people drove two hours. You invited them to your Ukrainian Christmas. Yep. You can't have them stay like two hours longer. And that couple was really nice. Claire and Chris the and the mom, they were all yep. really nice. And they're probably just, oh, Jovi, really? But they were just, they're not going to fight with her. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Two hours and you're gone. Like, No. Uh uh-uh. uh, I thought that was totally rude. Yeah, rude. <laughs> yeah, or start it earlier. Have a Ukrainian lunch. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas lunch, right? Christmas and then lunch, you can chase people. Twelve away. o'clock, and then yeah, no, I don't understand the whole like you have to leave. The baby's going to sleep. Do you believe you know what she said about Ukrainian Christmas? We feed you, you leave, or something like that. I I, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, but... I I remember her saying that, and I don't. I think she was just just trying to justify having them leave. And I don't think that was okay to go through all that work and coming over and they're bringing food and you're all, and then, cause the baby has to go to bed. No, like, no, I have uh, several friends with kids. I've never been asked to leave when the kids have to go to sleep when, even when they were babies, 
you put the kids to bed and then you're just a little bit quieter, you know, yeah. that was I, weird. Same here. I've been around friends who have strict bedtime for their kids. And I think they're more cognizant of their guests, even though they have to stick to their kids' bedtime. And I've never heard of people getting chased out because of their kids having to go to bed. They'll usually say, hey, excuse me for a while. I need to put my kids to bed. And then they'll come back after the kids fallen asleep. But I think for Yara to chase her guests out, especially given the fact that they drove like two hours just to get to their place. Yeah, they're not going to come back. If she invites them again, they're going to say, well, let's do something earlier so we don't right. get kicked out. Because why would you go back to someone's house who's going to kick you out at six o'clock? Yeah. And no. I get it. Yara's a new mom and maybe she's very uptight and very anxious about... Well, know. it sounds like she totally changed. Like, I'm sure a lot of moms do. You know, you have a little new baby. You want yeah. them to get a good night's sleep. But then don't do something two hours before the baby goes to bed. Right. So then comes the other issue that they were discussing, right? Do you think it was right or reasonable for Jovi to ask Yara to leave her baby and spend time with him while she's still nursing oh you mean when they went to did they go to Miami yeah or is that next week I think that's next week but he's asking her about it to go away yeah to go away Um, and and you can tell from her reaction she was obviously not keen on the idea yeah and it it just sounds like it came from a very selfish place oh uh, like you know what i mean like i guess he wants to like you know have some sexy time together with her yeah and i get it he's away from work you know for months months, right? months, so months. he needs his fix i guess but i just thought that he should be more aware of her nursing and you know new moms don't want to be away from their babies so well, how old is the baby myla I think she's like probably three, four months when That's they were filming young. That. I mean, everyone's different. Again, I, I don't have kids, so I can't say, but there's some moms that be like, yeah, let's go. I know someone, a friend of a friend that has the third kid, yeah. but like three weeks after she's like, let's go out, let's go out and go drink wine. But this is her first baby. So that's like young. Yeah. Leave and fly somewhere and leave the baby with the grandma. So it's like stressful. Some people don't do that. They do not leave babies when they're that young. Yeah. It's almost like, so in the Asian culture, a new mom or rather um, just a mom with a newborn baby, I've heard that we tend to like lock ourselves in and we don't leave the house until maybe the baby's like six or nine months or even older yeah because when you're nursing you just don't bring the baby out yeah and you're recovering too so you just need a lot of those time you know with the baby so I don't know but speaking of which Mariam if you're listening to this we would like you to go out with us for <laughs> <laughs> she's having her third kid so I don't third know baby a little girl Woo-hoo. <laughs> all right <laughs> Elena, anything else about Jovi and Yara that you might have uh, observed? That's kind of all I observed. You know, they went crib shopping. Nothing really much happened there. I don't know. She's just a new mom. Maybe he's asking her a little bit too early to go and party. But I don't know. He wants to reconnect with her too because it sounds like they had like this crazy fun life before the baby and then everything changes and he's like, what the heck? They move out into the suburbs. So everything's changing. And he probably wants a little bit of what it used to be like. A semblance of his previous life as a yeah, bachelor. <laughs> which is never going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get over it, Jovi. You have to adult it's, now. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I was thinking we can move on to Kalani and Aswelu. Yeah. I don't think anything much happened except for the fact that he told Kalani that he wants to meet up with his mom before his mom moved back to Samoa. And obviously, Kalani and Kalini are not comfortable with that because Asuelu's sister, Tammy, threatened them during the previous tell-all. And then I don't think there was anything else, right, Lena? I mean, no, maybe. all I can say is I cannot wait for next week. Oh, the throwdown? Oh, there's going to yeah. be a fight. And basically, it's funny that Kalani's dad was like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to throw down? If she comes after you, like, Kalini's going to go after her. And the dad was like, 
bring it. And yeah. then the mom was like, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like the dad. <laughs> That's like, yeah. You want to go there? We'll go there. I think the dad's confident that his daughter can take on Tammy. Look well, he said, he's like, she's talking through video through a tell-all where someone, like I could be right now, like Nadia, I'm going to beat you up next time I see you. Dude, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I see you, I'll be like, huh, just kidding. You know? <laughs> so yeah. it's different when you're in person, but I don't know. The Tammy sister is, I mean, unless that was fake when she was trying to beat up Kalani before when they were on meeting in person, you know, where the mom had to hold her back, unless that was fake, then she's really going to go after someone. So it's like, who wants that for Christmas? Just invite the mom over, say bye to the mom, have the mom go back to Samoa, but don't invite Tammy, the troublemaker. She's just a troublemaker. Right. Is it because the mom lives with Tammy, right? I think that's why. Yeah. So it's like the one for one deal, I guess, if the mom comes with Tammy. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. The sister Tammy just, I don't like her. She just seems really immature. Sorry, Tammy, yeah. but you do. Hold on, Elena. This is some crossover that I have to ask you. Okay. Who's nastier, Tammy or Crystal from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Oh, this is a total crossover. <laughs> Crystal is just a snob. She seems like such a snob. Like I don't a know. Stubborn she, snob. She doesn't seem like she wants to get in any fights physical fights you saw the train right you saw crystal train right she can really kickbox i saw that but that's just exercise yeah true tammy wants to beat you up (laughs) like if she doesn't like you like i'm scared to talk right now because she might want to beat me up yeah (laughs) she's one of those bullies in the playground that will like come after you right she's like yeah that kid just the whole like if you don't want to help our family like you need to get divorced like what are you talking about like really you want your nephews to be without their dad I don't know she's just too much I don't know if it's all for show or for the show like she's just she's too much but I cannot wait for next week because something's gonna happen (laughs) she's too much but we cannot wait I can't wait I can't wait to see what happens and you know who's going to be in the room like I think they show everyone in the room and like something's going to happen yeah or nothing or nothing it was was just a teaser yeah Yeah, because they do that too yeah like they do a lot of teasing and then nothing happens so maybe nothing will happen so the last thing I want to talk about is how disappointed I am that they picked that small ass tree (laughs) oh my god I wrote that in my notes I wrote (laughs) sad tree sad little tree (laughs) why in the world in that huge nursery where it seems like you can pick any kind of tree you want you pick this tiny tree it almost looks like a tree that you can plant so maybe they're gonna plant it after why would you pick that I mean and I have to say I have gotten tiny tabletop trees for little studios I've lived in apartments little tiny ones but they live in a house (laughs) That was weird when I saw the tree. I'm like, really? Out of all the trees there, you're going to go with it. It's funny that I noticed that also. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is, they dressed up to go Christmas tree shopping. So I figured they dressed up as an elf and he's not even into Christmas. So that (laughs) whole thing is weird too. Yeah. And a full on elf. Right. That's the thing. They went all out only to get a small sad tree, which I thought, oh my God, so anticlimactic. But I'm glad I learned that I guess even Samoans celebrate Christmas. I didn't know it was a big thing for them. So this is something new that I'm learning because I didn't know Samoans celebrate Christmas. I thought they might have I didn't know thing. either. But I mean, it sounds like it's more they celebrate what it's supposed to really be about. The whole religious aspect of it. Okay, and, and like singing and walking around. It sounds like there's no Santa. There are no gifts. It's more about like the whole religious thing. So it sounds different. Right. It sounds less stressful than our Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Gifts and the trees and visiting people and dinners. Oh my God. Yeah. Stressful. Forget it. Yeah. I'm all about uh, the Samoan Christmas. <laughs> speaking of stressful, did you see how Natalie did that step up on the tires? 
I'm sorry, I'm like moving on to Mike and Natalie because I figured there's nothing else we can talk about with Kalani and Asuelu, right? Yeah, it ended with a sad tree and that was it. <laughs> sad tree. <laughs> but yeah, so Elena, I'm not sure if you've been in touch with what's happening in the social media right now. Lon kind of caught wind of this before he left for his vacation. There is a video of, and I'm sorry if you're listening to our podcast with kids around and I apologize please turn this off if this is too much but there's a video circulating of Mike masturbating and it's graphic why is that circulating I haven't heard anything someone somehow oh no it and uploaded it and released it and now we all know what's his religion (laughs) it's it's graphic how do you even know about this? I'm. If you follow us on social media, you can see that there are some people tagging or just reposting. And it's, in fact, Elena, one of our ex-co-worker, she was the one who like showed us the video and we were like, holy shit, what else did you have? <laughs> but, uh-huh. uh, but in all seriousness, though, like, I'm not about that's me. Like, is it current? Is it from the past? That makes me angry though. If someone had that and they release it, it makes me so angry. Like, um, who did that? 50 cent did that. He had some video of some woman and he released it. He put it out there into the world when it wasn't there and he got in trouble. I don't know if anything happened to him, but stuff like that makes me angry. That's the meanest thing you could do to someone. Even if you hate someone, you don't. That's disrespectful. That to someone. Yeah. That's like beyond disrespectful. That's like, that's like bad karma on whoever released yeah. that. Bad it's karma evil. is out there for you, person. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently, uh-huh. um, and unfortunately, Big Mike's private parts, <laughs> privacy is compromised. Uh-huh. And I feel bad for him, especially now that we're seeing this whole storyline with him and Natalie and how... I don't know. I don't want to choose teams here, but I just feel bad for Mike because if you listen to Natalie's rationale of why she didn't inform Big Mike about... It was the dumbest reason. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to focus on the surgery. Okay, but do you know who's going to pick you up after that surgery? Like, Well, she was going to apparently drive home because she had the truck. Dude, she's crazy. She can't even... She was delirious. You watched the last episode, right? She was like... Yeah. I mean, she's still heavily sedated and... yeah. And she's like asking him to do random stuff and asking him to look for her bag and stuff. I mean, it may sound coherent, but you can tell she's just heavily sedated still. Yeah, yeah. You expect someone to drive from Seattle. How far do they live from Seattle? To Sequim, which is about two plus hours away wow. in the suburbs. And, and in dark roads, if you watch the entire storyline with Big Mike and Natalie, he lives out there in the woods. Like It, so- it is, sounds like the drive is, is bum. Yeah. yeah, it's not just like an hour from like the suburbs to the right. city. It sounds like a long drive. Maybe she was going to like get a hotel somewhere. It's just weird that if she really did take the truck without asking him, that's, that's shady too. Like, that's what? shady. Like who does that? And like, the reasoning behind it or did they get in a big fight and they're just not sane and maybe he said I'm not going to take you so she took the truck they, they got behind it yeah it seems like it because I'm trying to give them both the benefit of the doubt or maybe Natalie the benefit of the doubt they had a fight she went to her friends and I guess she t- maybe took the truck with her and then just drove herself to the hospital went ahead with the surgery yeah and then, but the emotional stress that she puts on her partner because of the silence imagine someone going all over Seattle trying to you know narrow down the hospital trying to like find where she could be or that's the kind of stress that you don't need if I were him if this is all true if she went there left the truck there not I think if I would have found the truck I would have went back home be like okay have fun getting home you like you made it there you're doing all this on your own yeah I don't know if I would have taken the truck back. It looks like he has like five other cars at his property. (laughs) I don't know if that's his only transportation, but maybe we'll have just left the truck there. I'm like, okay, come back home. And I'll see you when you get back home. 
but it seems like he was being really nice after like wanting to take care of her so like maybe there's more to the story that we don't know i don't know she seems so high maintenance her logic is so different i feel like very very fuzzy logic of how she views things and it makes it hard to want to get on her side on her side no i agree they're very different people but they've always been different from the get-go oh yeah with everything with With religion with kids with everything so like like i'm surprised they're still together so that's the thing that me and long discussed last week was that we thought all these times that you know after filming this series and we might see this by the way that they kind of separated because i think next week's preview shows that they were arguing and he almost kind of walked off the set so there were rumors that they were no longer together she's like out there doing her own thing she's not even in washington state but then recently uncle bo released uh (laughs) uncle bo released a photo of them celebrating july 4th together yes i heard that you heard that right yeah Yeah, so it's like i don't know if they're being chummy or they're like fuck buddies or are they like together still or are we all being taken for a ride like I'm not sure about yeah that. like it's hard to know what's real and what's not like if someone's not an actual couple where they're together it's like are they just doing this for the show because they're such an unstable couple it's hard yeah. to know what's really going on with both of them yep unstable indeed yes speaking of unstable <laughs> oh my god Libby's family Oh. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of their whole formulaic arguments. The moment they caught wind of Andre trying to work with the dad, all hell breaks loose. They start accusing him of being manipulative. And But having said all that, it's also hard to get on Andre's side because he's out here saying that there's no such thing as motherly instincts. And I'm like, how chauvinistic is that? Yeah, so it's weird how much he wants to get with Chuck, like, to be his business partner. Oh, my God. But to the point where it's like, you're his son-in-law. It's so forced and fake. Like, he's trying to be so, like, kissing up to him, like, every second just because of the business. Like, go start your own business. I don't understand why. And then also the other way around, Chuck is also really like wanting to take him under his wing and show him, but to the point where it's making the rest of your family angry because they're part of your business. So why are you okay with everyone else being so angry? And like, why does he have to come into the family business? (laughs) That word comes up all the time. Family. Yeah, the, the most overrated term this season. Oh my God. But why does he have to come into that business? Like the daughters in it, let him start his own business. So just to recap, the thing is, Andre doesn't want to be in the family business, at least not directly. Oh. But he did ask for a loan. He did uh, yeah. ask for the $30,000 loan. I thought it was $100,000. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, whatever the amount is, I kind of lost track there. But yeah, $100,000. Like yeah, that's $100,000. Go to the bank and get a loan. That's what I thought, right? But I get it. Banks have interest. I get it. Maybe if you have a rich father-in-law, maybe you're like, okay. Is he my- that rich? I mean, obviously, if you're asking for 100000 but oh my God, I hope he does not give him the 100000 Sorry, Andre. No, but that's the thing. Chuck has told him that hey, instead of me loaning you that hundred thousand, let me mentor you because you want to start your own flipping business. Why don't I mentor you and then we do all these projects and then all the profits I get, I will split it with you, and that's where the loan comes in. Then you can venture out on your own to start your own business. But, but then- why would Chuck? Because when they were up playing that foosball. Mm-hmm. Which Andre does not know how to play, apparently. Oh my God. Take away <laughs> his European card. It was really bad. I can, I'm better than that. <laughs> <laughs> he was basically like, we'll flip this, flip that, and we'll split the profits. And so the brother in law went right downstairs, told yeah. his wife or the sister in law, I forget which one he told. Yeah. And they came upstairs, are like, what are you talking about? 
splitting it 50 50 when all these other people are involved in the process with the real estate with the whatever so like what are you doing up here so i think it andre's really smart also to get the dad up there when he's like possibly drinking like the sister said he does seem sneaky yeah it's just sneaky i think he wants to build that relationship with chuck right like if, if you're that good at doing whatever start your own business if you're that good why you have to go into this business right well I guess because Andre needs to suck the teeth of Chuck, right? Because yeah. Chuck's the cash cow here, which is why every other kid of his is so defensive of people coming into the family business because it's taking away a portion of their profit. Because Andre was saying something like, oh, well, you helped all the kids. You helped all of them. Now it's time to help us. And the yeah. kids are like, no, he didn't he didn't give us a hundred thousand dollar loan or whatever he wants that, you know, Yeah, I don't know. There's just like this demand that Andre wants stuff and it's too much. I think Andre. they hate the fact that Andre is sort of outsmarting the, the game here, right? Because they did get a head start because their dad gave them a job and pretty much took all of them under his wing. And that's why they're still sucking his teeth. Yeah. With Andre, he's like, Hey, I know you have the money. I want some of that money because I've seen you give away your or share your wealth. Yeah. But I want to venture on my own. So I want that loan. I think the reason why we're all kind of offended by Andre's method also is because he's so like abrasive about it. He's like coming guns blazing and hey, give me the loan. And it's because I'm married to your daughter. So by helping me, you're helping your daughter. Wait a minute, sit your ass down and work your way up. But in a way, it's his method of working his way up. And I think the the rest of the children are jealous of his hustling ways, I guess you can Like, that's it. not how it works. Right. If I had a brother-in-law like that, if my brother-in-law was anything like that, which he's the complete opposite, yeah, I would not be okay with that. If he said, oh, loan me money to my dad, I'd be like, okay, one, my dad doesn't have a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> but like, if anyone came to my dad and was like, loan me money I'd be like are you insane <laughs> are like you smoking I, yeah if that like imagine that in your family yeah it You'd would be not be okay yeah. it would not be okay like I would be just as defensive as Jen and Becky for sure and yeah. Char- and Charlie as well I can see why they don't trust Andre the way he's trying to get with the bit and he's just so combative and just right oh my god just he starts so much trouble like he's so angry something about him is so angry I don't like it so that's the reason why I think that the kids getting very defensive even though it's sort of becoming petty right now I get it but at the same time don't hate the player hate the game right because Andre is he's just fast-tracking what he wants out of the dead yeah the other reason too now that I'm starting to remember is the reason why the kids hate his guts is because he got away with a second wedding in Moldova on the dad's dime. That's another thing I was also going to bring up. Okay, one, how much did it cost that wedding? Two, he kind of demanded it and the dad gave in. That was the 30,000 that I just mentioned, I think, because I'm starting to like mix up the numbers because I'm pretty sure there was a 30,000 somewhere tied to this whole Andre Elizabeth thing. But I'm guessing the, the wedding costs around that. I have to look at my notes because I know I took down something, but like that's weird to expect someone to pay that and be like, well, you did it for your other kids. And they're like, no, he didn't. Right. Like that's bizarre to me. And for the dad to give in is also bizarre. So that's why I don't know if any of this is real. They already had a wedding. If they want to have one in Moldova, do a tiny little family thing in someone's backyard. Why does that have to be? If it was that much, that's yeah, a it, lot of money. So I checked my notes. It was $30,000. Wow. Yeah. It seems kind of grand, but then I'd like to think that it might be a made-up number too because maybe things are cheaper in Moldova, but it was a pretty grand wedding. They it had looked, several tables, you know. They had that people. big hall. Several. I mean, maybe compare it, that wedding to something in the United States and it would maybe have been a hundred grand. Right. 
the big yeah. hall, the yeah. dancers, I can see the that food, yep. the alcohol. So maybe compare it like that. I don't know. The whole demanding things from her dad is annoying. Because if I put myself in that place, if someone did that to my dad, I'd be like, this is not okay. Yeah. I don't know. Totally. Oh, and what about um, the secret babysitter? I wrote that down also. Yeah. That's pretty bad. That's bad. But how do you feel about it? Because I feel like Libby has been asking for a babysitter and Andre is just dismissing her saying like, oh, you should be able to take care of, you know, Eleanor by yourself. And she's like, well, I need help because I'm working. She's the breadwinner in that family. And I feel bad that, who was it? Which sister? Jen? Was it Jen? Jen was the one who outed her. And she did that on purpose. She knew, she pretended that he didn't know or that he did know, or she knew that he did not know. And she was putting it out there because you saw her smirk. Right. She She smirked. Yeah. Troublemaker. Yeah. That's pretty bad that he didn't know. And if you're going to do that, just straight up say, I don't care what you're saying right now. I need help. I'm going to do it. This is the person that I'm getting. It's so-and-so took care of these other children for, you know, it's a family friend, right? Supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's pretty bad that he didn't know. And it came out like that. Yeah. That's a sucky way to find out for sure. And yeah, I think Jen did that on purpose because she knows that would trigger him totally yeah and he knew that too he's like he knew that that made him look bad to like kind of go crazy and get mad and they had to go outside but Elena the one thing that I'm not a fan of when it comes to Andrea and Libby is not just the storyline because it's becoming very stale like the way they argue what they argue about yeah but the fact that every single word is a beep oh you know what I mean like all you hear from Andrea is beep Beep, beep, beep. It's all censorship. You have to like listen hard to figure out what he's saying. And already he has a very thick accent. Yes. So I'm so turned off by their whole scene. And I, I hope TLC would not give them a spin-off, but I have a feeling that they would get a spin-off based on like how trashy with, the family. With them and the family. Oh Maybe, yeah. But there's nothing. The only storyline would be the family business. Business, yeah, which is so like, like I say, get still. another job. Go flip your own houses. Like buy, a, I don't know what, they're in Florida. Go yeah. buy something else and flip it and start how everyone else starts, just from the bottom. Yeah, flip boats or something. I don't know. <laughs> something or use your commercial driver's license. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> be, be a Uber driver for RVs or something. I don't know. Go be a, you know, whatever. The drivers that drive the semi-trucks, they make good money. Oh yeah, Go. truck drivers, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they do. I just made that up, but I think they make good money. I think they do too. Yeah. yeah. Go do that. Start there, get your money, and then... The pauses. No, he just wants to do things the easy way, and I could see why the family would be very annoyed. Yeah. Talking about someone who wants to do things the easy way, what do you think about Ronald and him trying to buy a car or a truck to start a business knowing full well that he's about to get his US visa, right? Because remember, Tiffany's dad is going to co-sponsor him or something. And I'm like, what is this guy thinking? What is going on in his head, in his South African head, where he's like, I'm going to start my business. And I'm like, dude, you're about to move to the US. Why are you starting a business? Because you'll be spending more money that you don't even have. You can't even pay for your own family's groceries. What are you thinking? (sighs) I think that one, he does seem like he's not good with money, which Mm -hmm. bothers me because I'm really good with money and budgeting and stuff. So the whole just like not having money for groceries and that crazy amount of money that they spent in that Christmas store. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Things are so expensive there. Like I think they spend like $700 on Christmas yep. ornaments. Yep. We calculated it was 706 to be exact. Yeah. That I was, my jaw dropped. I'm like, that's how much it is there. Like I would have not decorate just, but that doesn't even make any sense Yeah, that yeah. that's how expensive it is, but that's how much it costs. 
where is he getting all the money like to pay for his rent? And then, yeah, maybe he thinks the visa is not going to happen because why would you want to start a business, buy a truck that costs who knows how much like U.S. dollars, be a handyman. And then like two, three months later, if you're maybe he just knows his visa is not going to get approved. Maybe he already knows something that she doesn't know. And for whatever reason, he thinks she's going to move there. And she's clearly not because all her facial expressions, she just needs to tell him, I'm not moving here. So if this visa thing doesn't happen, I'll see you once every couple of years when you visit me or I visit you. I have a feeling that, yeah, you're right. I think he probably knows something about his visa status. Maybe he had a feeling that it may not get approved. Yeah. But I also think that he has no intention and no interest to move to the U.S. To move. Yeah. He, even, had, if, even if it does get approved, I don't think he wants to move here. Right. Like his life is there. His family is there. His mom is there. His mom is really nice. Yeah, like, his mom's so sweet. I mean, his daughter's here, but I couldn't imagine moving to another country. Just, okay, bye. Yeah. I think he just does not want to move. Yeah. Judging from the way he's been acting, I think he really wants to establish permanence for them here. By here, I mean South Africa. So yeah, that's why it's so weird how he's like kind of revealing his true intention by telling her like, hey, I want to start a business and let me go buy a truck. And I'm like, dude, why don't you just use your car? You have a fucking SUV. Just use your car. If you really want to start a side you hustle, you don't need to business. buy that tiny little truck that right. this guy was trying to get him to buy. Yeah, yeah just put down something... the seats at the back and turn it into like a transportation, you know, yeah. vehicle. He probably knows that he's not moving, and all I know is she is not moving to South Africa. Obviously, oh yeah, she's not keen for nope. sure. Not yeah. at all. Even if he proved himself. To being like a really good dad and husband and helping, like she does not want to move there. I mean, maybe if he was like really rich, but he's just bad with money. I mean, he's he, bad. He had a gambling problem. Yeah, and he, how old is he? Like thirty. He's in his early thirties, I think. Yeah, like he's old. But I guess the reason why he's able to live that lifestyle is because his parents are probably his support system, right? They're their safety net. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just worried that, okay, if I don't make it in the US, like who's going to support me and she's going to leave me, you know? Yeah. So he needs to adult, get adulting quick because he has kids, he has family. So yeah, I think this was on this episode where... They went there. Oh no, maybe this was that was on the last one. Never mind. Where he didn't buy any food. <laughs> he didn't fill up the fridge before they came. Right. That was on last week's. That yeah. was that was two weeks ago when they did grocery oh, shopping. Okay, yeah. that was already a while ago. So I'm yeah. I'm behind. I'm up to date, but that was a while ago. That's like bad. That's like irresponsible. Like your family's coming here. Like you need to fill up the cupboards and the fridge with everything that your family will need. Yeah. Me and Lon speculated that he did that on purpose because he knows that Tiffany is going to pay for the bills. I mean, pay for the groceries. Then ask the mom. The mom would help. The mom would help if he's like, mom, the the baby's going to be here. And I need help. At least something. It sounded like they had empty everything. It was ego, I think. Maybe ego stopped him from asking his parents for help because I bet you he probably asked them numerous times and he's probably ashamed of not stepping up. Oh, Ronald, it's frustrating. Money problems are hard. I can't imagine. It's stressful if you don't have money to pay for things and you have kids. I do want to attest that Elena is really good with money. I know that. I know that. Ever since I know her, I know (laughs) that. So that's legit right there. Because I'm paranoid of being homeless. That's my one of my weird, irrational fears. Dude, I have the same fear too. I don't want yeah. to be without shelter. And if anyone lives in the Bay Area, especially in, in you know... San, San it's Francisco, not that irrational. It's everywhere. Yeah. You can go f- to like homeless in a... In anything, a like yeah. a medical emergency, anything. It could happen so fast. So that's one of my weird fears. So like it's sad when someone's struggling with money and they don't have money to pay for things. I'm like, oh, it stresses me out. Yeah, but so don't, their situation stresses me. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. But don't be buying seven hundred dollars worth of Christmas decor, though. No, that's a waste of money. They literally didn't need to buy anything. Buy a little garland and put it 
up on a wall somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's so silly. Buy some lights. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to buy a tree. Sorry, but you don't. True. Agreed. Even, an, even a sad a swallow tree. <laughs> buy a sad a swallow tree. How about that? <laughs> That's the solution right there. Let's end it with, oh man. Oh gosh, Mike, I know what going to say. Michael. Michael. Michael and, and Angela. <laughs> Michael and Angie. Um, what can I say, Elena? I feel like we should all get together and sue TLC for revealing too much on TV. I mean, really? I mean, do any of us ask to see Angela's boobs? Because I do. Oh no, <laughs> she's brave. I don't understand. Did they pay her extra money for that? I know, and I, yeah. I, I, they, I'm I wonder if they pay people extra money like hey if you do this we'll throw in an extra $10,000 if you show us your boobs because why would she do you? that like she's in the bathtub covered up she's semi. shameless she's Angela she's but just- she's like just had surgery she has scars like she's not she's just like whatever this is what it is yeah and the camera guy's right there like that whole thing is weird the whole thing is just he's probably gagging his mouth He's probably like trying to film her, but secretly swallowing his vomit. (laughs) I mean, I think it's kind of mean too, if they're just like, hey, we're going to give you this money. And she's like, needs money. If you you show us this, we'll give you (laughs) money. That's what it seems like to me. So that's kind of like, I don't like that either. But okay, how about this? Let's start with this damn psychic that looks like she came straight out of Party City. We know that that's a Halloween costume. Let's get real here. Okay. A British psychic? Really? Okay. (laughs) One, the headscarf with the little jewels at the end was totally bought in a costume shop. The white top off the shoulder, total stereotypical. Gypsy, like. I I know I'm not allowed to say gypsy or fortune teller, but all they needed there was like one of those globes with like light swirling on the inside. I'm like, I started laughing when they showed her. And another thing, her accent. I was questioning if that was real or not, or if Angela's being played, or if that's just an actress playing a psychic. Psychic. My guess is an actress. Because she literally just needed a crystal ball to look in. That's how silly that whole segment was. The most thing was the headscarf with the little jewels. Like I started laughing. I'm like, people don't wear that. It's not real. That's the thing. If you watch last season where um, Stephanie, the chick that dated the island guy, she consulted a psychic. But at least her psychic didn't try to dress the part. Her psychic did have tarot cards. And I know psychics work with tarot cards, right? Yeah. That's fine. But when you try so hard to look the part, we all know that that's an actress. And especially, right. especially since this psychic suddenly got mad at Michael. Like, you're not a therapist. You're not like, she psych- almost knew the backstory. I almost felt like it was one of Angela's friends or someone right. that said, hey, I'm going to like pretend to be your psychic but knows the background. Right. Because something was off with the accent too. I'm, I could just be making that up. I was questioning the accent after I saw her silly costume. I was like, is she really a psychic? And like pulling up the cards, did she really pull? This is whatever, you know, on this card. Like, yeah. I don't know. That was bad. That was bad acting. And I bad. can't believe TLC did that to us. Like yeah. that's insulting our intelligence. Come on. I man. know. And how about Angela calling it a clitoris? Is that... <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're listening with kids, please turn this off. But I don't even know if I can talk about this. I know. (laughs) She's just embarrassing. I know. And all of a sudden, from being so mean to him, like mean, she just being all fine. But then also at the same time, like, come on, he's obviously just coming here to to get over here. Yeah. What would he possibly see in her? (laughs) Her cigarette breath. (laughs) <laughs> like she can't have kids for him true yep she's mean she's hella mean she's so mean 
like he, I honestly think if he ever does get over here and that's another thing, they're not talking about the process and where they are on the process and what's going True. on. That's being completely left out almost on purpose. Yep. That this is just a story that's going to go nowhere and he's not even going to come here. Yeah. I, because I, I don't see him coming here at all. That's an interesting take right there, Elena. I almost forgot about his visa process. And I wonder yeah. where it is. Where is right that? Now. Yeah. Why is that taking? So is it because of COVID? Is it because he's not approved and they don't buy that he wants to marry this person? Or honestly, if he comes over here, I don't know what the limit is to being married to Angela, but he's going to bounce the second that's over. Oh, yeah. And he's going to make Nigerian friends in wherever state wherever she is. lives yeah. in. Does she yeah. live, where does she live in Georgia? She lives in Georgia where there is a big African population in my there I you think go. so. Yeah. He's gonna find people that he either knows or made friends with online or that are gonna support him and they're gonna be like, you need to get out of there. And yeah. he's gonna bounce. Cause what yeah. is she, what would he want with her? Like he's young, he wants kids. Yeah. She's only a few years older than me. If there was some 25 year old chasing after me, please someone tell me that something's <laughs> wrong. Cause I'd be like, Hey, Elena, right. if someone, and I'm not being biased and being objective, if someone half your age chases you, I don't find it weird because you're a hundred gajillion time, much more better looking than Angela. And I mean that objectively, I don't see that as a fraud, but definitely for Angela, because just look at her ways. Just look at her ways. Like, yeah. what's attractive she's, about someone who kept cursing? She's smoking, mean. And she's mean. She's really mean. Yeah. Like, really mean to him. So for him to just, like, keep apologizing, like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean to say, like, we need more distance. I didn't. He's really trying to, like, get on her good side. Yeah. I think he really wants to come over here, get a good job, like, send money home to his family. And then the second that he does not need her, she will be dropped like a hot potato. Yeah. Hot potato. <laughs> There's something that I definitely don't subscribe with Angela is the irony of her telling Michael that she needs to have all this surgery because of health reason while she's smoking. Yeah. The cigarette thing, she's not doing it for health reasons. She's doing it just, I don't know. Vanity, doing for it. Like, is she paying for all this surgery? That I, is probably $100,000 worth of surgery. Yep. We suspect that it's sponsored because they're getting free publicity. It, Those doctors it, that were on the show totally yep. getting free publicity. Because yep. why would the doctor that did her chest surgery the doctors that did I don't know those two other doctors there was another man and a woman there were several doctors that like yep someone's getting paid and she's doing all this stuff for free there's no way she's spending a hundred thousand dollars of whatever money she has yeah and we talked about this before Dr. Obeng is already pretty popular because he's the same doctor that helped that gorilla glue chick oh he helped her yeah so he can okay I didn't know he did that He's already pretty celebrity status-ish. Okay. And then the doctor that helped with her tummy tuck is also the same doctor that helped Mama June, if I'm not wrong. Or probably oh. this from the same medical office. I'm guessing if the network is not footing the bill, it's done pro bono because of publicity. Totally. So, and if they do a good job with her and they're like, wow, look at like she's yeah, she and people cry, are really, she's healthy, she right. lost weight, she's yeah. She's just smoking still, which is messing everything up. But like, right. that's her problem. It was weird to have them so on TV every step of the way. So someone's getting paid. The doctors are getting paid and she's doing all this for free. Because why would she right. go to LA? She has money to stay in LA for days and days and days and days after a major surgery. I don't think so. That's weeks because weeks. you have to recover yeah. and... She had to fly back home. Yeah, they're totally flipping the bill for that, which whatever work, that's good for her. I mean, she did drop a lot of weight. That's good. I like her daughter. What's her name? Skyla? Yeah, I like her. She's nice. Yeah. But she's like the voice of reason, I guess. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Elena, since we've reached the end here, Why don't we wrap it up with our WTF moment? What's your 
WTF moment from this last episode? Oh gosh. <laughs> If I had to pick just one, I'm going to say, I don't know if this is even a good one, but the psychic with the headscarf, I was just laughing totally. the whole time she was on. I couldn't stop laughing because that was so fake to me. Like, there's no way she's a psychic. Michael, are you doubting my gifts? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's something I'm telling you, she has an Instagram somewhere and she's not even a psychic and she doesn't have an accent. Yeah. I don't know if that's really a WTF moment. No, that's totally a WTF moment because mine is a toss up between that and Angela showing her boobs. And saying yeah. the word clitoris on national TV. I thought yeah. that's like an abomination to all of our eyes. But I didn't think she was going to do that. Or they were at least not going to show that. I wanted to watch Pillow Talk after because they were going to. Pillow Talk was hella funny. But I need to watch that again. because Not again. I need to watch it because I missed it. Because I yeah. know everyone was like covering their eyes. and Oh, yeah. Everyone felt the same when that scene of her in the bathtub, everyone was covering their eyes. And I think and yeah. <laughs> that became a meme Gosh. overnight. Everyone yeah. universally felt the same way. And I don't know how TLC is getting away with this because it's just, like I say, it's abomination. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I hope they're not using Angela just for ratings and paying her. I honestly think they gave her a bonus check to show all that. Yeah, I think she got paid and she's like, okay, they're going to blur it out, but they don't blur it out only in the United States. I know in other countries, they don't blur out things. So I don't know. Why would you do that? Oh, Sorry. God. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, my God. That's, don't that's get sick. shocking. <laughs> I still have to eat my dinner. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Sorry, I don't have the same script as Lon, but. You can catch us on any podcast platform that you get your podcast from. We're also on social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 90 Day Fiance WTF. If you like to share your WTF moments, just slide into our DMs or email us if you have any feedback. We really appreciate all our followers and listeners and subscribers. We love you all. And um, thank you for listening. Elena, any last words? No, thanks for having me as a guest again. Um, of course. Hope Lon is having fun wherever he is. I bet he is. If folks are following him on Instagram, he's Lon underscore like underscore Lon, L-A-W-N. I bet you he's posting a lot of um, stories there. He's having a ton of fun in Hawaii. I'm so jealous. But yeah, anyway, until next time, stay safe and be kind to each other. Bye, everybody. Bye.